Welcome into the Garage Talk Podcast. This episode and all episodes are brought to you by the one and only Atomos Physics. Go to atomosphysics.com or follow along on any social media platform at Atomos Physics for your chance to win Super Bowl tickets to next year's Super Bowl. Larry never said that. I'm putting words in his mouth. <laughs> I'm just, Ooh. I'm anticipating this next year for both of us to be extremely profitable and we'll be able to give away that kind of thing. Don't hold me to it. Do not quote me on that because more than likely it is a lie. Well, if we got 20 grand just laying around, at least. You need one of those up. I'm feeling good for, for the radiation community right now. Yeah. The Groucho Podcast does not speak for the Yeah, well, there will be. There, I am going to have to put a little in the in the subtext underneath that we are not liable, and nobody will. More than likely, nobody from this podcast or from Adonis will give you Super Bowl tickets or anything for that matter. But if you're in the field that uses X-rays or needs any help with any radiation machine technology, Atomos Physics is the company to check out because Larry, I, I guess, will drive to the ends of the earth to help you out. And, uh, yeah, great company. Support them and support us. Thank you very much. We are also brought to you by The Groom Room, a dog grooming establishment located right here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Call them today at 402-486-4486 to set up a grooming appointment today for your fluffy dog that probably is too hairy and probably too matted. You wouldn't know because you don't really pay that much attention to your dog, but I can promise you that you are not properly taking care of it, so go check them out so you your dog can be the best version of itself that it wants to be that you are inhibiting. Yeah. Boom. Boom. And also, if you'd like to support the show, sign up on patreon.com slash garage talk and subscribe on YouTube, www. I don't know why I said www. I didn't say it for the rest of them, so there's no inconsistency. The World Wide Web dot... <laughs> dot youtube.com slash at sign garage talk podcast thank you very much and enjoy the episode i listened to that country singer benjamin todd that you told me about and i had heard that song before oh have you yeah and so like you keep you keep throwing these country names at me and i'm like okay fine i'll give it i'll give it a listen i'll give it a listen and uh, yeah it wasn't bad it was he benjamin todd was kind of i actually listened to the whole album Oh, I actually liked it. You went deep. It was so I understand that a lot of times in this podcast when I say things, it's usually you gotta realize it's usually hyperbolic. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure on this podcast I said I, I loathe country music. I despise <laughs> it. I don't really that's probably my least favorite genre. I don't prefer it. I don't actually really hate it. But uh this was good. This was good. It was it was the way country was supposed to be. A man, his guitar, uh singing about Spilling De- his depression yeah, and spilling how miserable his, his life is. His That's out. country through and through. So tip the hat to him. Yeah. Well, and to me. for And to you. For, yeah. I had heard the song, though, before that you shared with me. <laughs> Both of them? Because I gave you the wrong one first. Yeah, yeah. The wrong one wasn't that good of a song, but oh, the second one you gave God. me. So. so, yeah, we're expanding our horizons here. It's a, This is a, a, a diverse podcast, <laughs> and it's evident by uh, two white guys talking about country <laughs> music. It's as diverse as it gets. Uh, as you can see, if you're joining us on YouTube.com slash at Garage Talk Podcast, Tim is not with us. No. He is... Dead. He didn't say that this time. He's oh. having lunch with his father. Oh. Must be fucking nice, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... You know, do you think he intentionally tries to throw that in your face? Oh, most Definitely. I feel like with Tim, it's it's innocent. He doesn't mean it. Most 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 guys are just like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. 
getting going to hang out with the family for a little bit. He's like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my dad, Vince. <laughs> literally in the group. You don't know what that's like, yeah. do you, Vince? <laughs> he literally said that in the text. <laughs> I have proof right here. And, and you know, I, I could hear Vince weeping via text <laughs> that he never gets to have lunch with his dad. So then I hopped on Last of Us and bawled you, my eyes you out. Found, you found a new dad in Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's your dad. Yeah. You really relate to him. So yeah, Vince, uh, Tim, one of these days, one of these days, we'll have a podcast with all three of us. Mm. Maybe. Maybe that's 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 the theme of 2023. Two's company. Just kind of, we're going to keep throwing curveballs at you. Yeah. And you just got to roll with the punches. I, I roll with that. I, I don't, like I said, I, this is, we've done this for a very long time and <laughs> you don't get paid. So I don't, I don't blame <laughs> you guys in the slightest bit that uh, sometimes you just decide to go play magic or have dinner with your dad or whatever. Okay. Mine was because there was things coming out of me that shouldn't we come don't out need of to talk. I, don't want, I don't want to hear about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, thank you for not coming. I didn't want to see that <laughs> or experience that in any way whatsoever, even hearing about it. Okay. So, but one day it was bad. One day there will be three of us. It was gross. It was, <laughs> it's disgusting. It was almost gooey. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Getting out of here. Quick. How are you, Vince? I'm just disappointed, man. Why? Just more. Every time I even try to open up Twitter or anything social media related, it's always the Broncos sh- like continually taking off every single toe. What happened now? I possibly can. I don't know if uh, we... Maybe I'm out of the loop. Oh, uh, the Bears... Swindled their way into the first round, first overall pick or whatever, mm-hmm. and like, uh, again, the Broncos are just out of a first round pick. So they just like are. Well, we knew that, but what's that have to do with the Bears? Well, because the Bears weren't the first overall pick. Yeah, they, they were. Got it. The Bears were t- the first overall pick. They traded it down to the Carolina Panthers. That's what I'm saying. Is like that that the Broncos could have done something. Oh, they to try to get yeah. Yeah, they could have done something. But they, they don't need, have anything left. They've traded away all their picks for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. I know, and so it just it feels. It, so I'm just sitting here like with this empty feeling, being like, okay. So that's what it's like to have a properly managed team. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that did that did happen. So the Bears traded the first overall pick to the Carolina Panthers for the ninth overall pick, uh, second rounder, first rounder next year, and a second rounder the year following that. Oh, and uh, uh, DJ Moore. Yeah. Top 15 wide receiver? He's up there. He's up there. Depending on who you are, I'd say top 10. Yeah. Top 12 is probably an accurate. A, so- a, solid, a solid target for almost any quarterback to at least have a, a fallback to, for sure. That's going to be great for Justin Fields. Yeah. So, it's great. It's, it's great here. Love football. It's so funny that everything just triggers you. Anytime somebody does something, it's just like, oh, yeah, the Broncos suck. Yeah. And there's no hope for the future. <laughs> hey, guys, our, uh, our old head coach is our defensive coordinator. You got that going for us. Got him back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, the uh, the Titans. Are in... They're also kind of maybe, treading water. Maybe in shambles. <laughs> there's a lot of reports coming Join out. Join me. We've, uh, we've released everyone. Join me, Tyler. Well, no, because I, sorrow. I, I I won't. Okay. Because I still have Mike Vrabel as my coach. <laughs> Fair enough. Who I will sail into stormy seas with blindfolded. <laughs> he, he guides me. He tells me where to go, and I go. They go under 500 this year, and you're just like, 
it come, won't be, come over with the blanket. Like, okay. <laughs> it won't, if, if, if that happens, I, I will defend Mike Vrabel. It's not his fault. Seriously. It's not his fault. Wow. Mike Vrabel will be in my good graces for a very long time. He'll have to do something incredibly stupid to mess that up. And probably have to do it repeatedly because I forget very easily. Okay. <laughs> or at least my football teams. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't forget my wife very much, but when it comes to football, I'm, I have a very forgiving heart. But yeah, so we we released we just released yesterday our center, longtime center mm-hmm. Ben Jones, uh, great center. He's getting pretty old though. Had to do what we had to do. So we we released Taylor. We don't have an offensive line. We've released that. <laughs> we just might not. We might be playing a new brand of football. We just don't even line up offensive line. <laughs> they're already coming. We already know they're coming. Let's just throw a couple extra guys out wide. Yeah, I guess. We'll see what. But there have been talks. Tra- the rumor is maybe shopping around Derrick Henry. Maybe going to do something with Ryan Tannehill. We might be going to full rebuild mode. Hey, has that got you? Like I said, you don't seem too worked up about it. Yeah. Are yeah. you suppressing all of it? No, no, no. It's it's like the, it's that blind optimism. Oh, okay. That, that diehard fan in me that just says, again, Mike Vrabel, take me where we want to go. You got this. <laughs> Vrabel take the wheel, <laughs> so to speak. So yeah, and I like I understand. Like, I think we should keep Tannehill because he's fairly cheap. And I, who are we gonna get that's better? Jimmy Garoppolo. They're mm. pretty similar, unless we trade up in the draft. So it's like I don't know what. Probably keep that. Derrick Henry is pushing thirty, mm-hmm. but he also is a physical specimen. Yeah, he so keeps, I'm not he not writing def- him off. Yeah, he keeps defying his age. At that position, yeah, it's so. it's so funny watching like uh, Zeke Elliott for the Cowboys. Like his knees are shot. He has nothing. Like there's no, they have nothing. He has nothing left in the tank. And then here's Derrick Henry. Yeah, and we're on our fifth thousand yard rushing <laughs> season in a row, <laughs> leading rusher again. So, I wonder what, if he'll. I wonder if he'll get a. Re- I don't know who the oldest running back, uh, to break a thousand yards in the season is. Probably like, like Frank Gore. Yeah, maybe. But did he ever break a thousand? That's a good, that's a great question. I'm gonna look that up, Vince. It's a good question. Oldest RB to oh. There it is. People already wanted to know. <laughs> Let's hear it. John Riggins and John Henry Johnson. Oh boy, are tied for the oldest with a thousand plus rushing yards in a season. They were 35 years old. Back in 19, John Riggins was 1984 for Washington. Holy cow! And what a name, John Henry Johnson, in 1964 for Pittsburgh. Holy smokes! So let's let's. Oh, and John Riggins is third. He's first and third. Dang! In 1983, the year before when he was 34. Why don't we talk about this John Riggins guy? All right, so the yep, I was so the next two guys that we know, Adrian Peterson in 2018, mm-hmm. also for Washington, was age 33, had a thousand yards, and Frank Gore there in he 2016 is. for Indianapolis, at the age of 33, had a thousand. Franco Harris had one too. There's John Henry Johnson again. <laughs> he's a legend. Is this? He's a Hall of Famer. I'm, I don't know. I've be. never heard of him. I know. I haven't either. I then again, once you get. Once you get past, you know, the early 90s, I kind of... Oh, here we go. Here's Mike Anderson for the Broncos in 2005. How old is he? 
Uh, Mike Anderson was 32 at the time in 2005. Wow. But then we got guys like Ricky Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. That's a name I, Ricky I heard Williams in a long was time. An absolute beast. A unit. Ricky Williams was an amazing running back. Mm-hmm. Love the ganja though. That he was frowned. Liked, that was frowned upon. Uh, yeah, in the, and in unfortunately, he was just in the at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, if he was if he was playing today, yeah, he might have been able. It's to, also too bad that he was like waste. He wasted away in Miami. Yeah, who was this quarterback? Jay Fiedler. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look. All right, I'm gonna look at this up. John Henry Johnson. What a name! He's he got to be a hall. He famer. should be in the Hall of Fame just for his name alone. John Henry Johnson. <laughs> he was a fullback. That's when that position still existed. Oh, he's dead. Died in 2011. Oh, sad. John Henry Johnson was a fullback who had multiple thousand-yard rushing seasons after the age of 30. He's not. He's not. He's not in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Like that's a feat, man. I don't care who you are. This is the. It's the NFL. I don't care what year it was. Like, that was a more violent game back then. Six foot two. Jeez. So he played for. This dude was a unit. He played for the San Francisco 49ers, the Detroit Lions, Pittsburgh Steelers, and then the Houston. He had one year with the Houston Oilers before he retired. He is part hey, of. Hey, the Oilers, baby. He that is was part your, of. Uh, We'll get to that in a sec. Oh, okay. He was uh, he is part of the Hall- Pittsburgh Pro Football Hall of Fame and the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Honor, and he's part of the 49ers Hall of Fame. Ooh, he was an NFL champion in 1957, two-time second-team All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler. Oh, that's probably why. His career rushing yards were 6,000 yards. Eh, that's not bad, 6,800. Averaged 4.3 yards per carry and had 48 touchdowns. That's... Like that's not bad. I mean, if you're getting four yards, what other carry? fullbacks are in the Hall of Fame, though? Oh wait, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh no, he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, <laughs> elected to the Pro Football, Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1987. Okay, All right, good. We got his. He got his. Got his. Got his dues. Yeah, no kidding, man. Can sure, ma- he was. He was banged up. I bet. By Can the you end imagine of that. being that old and being a fullback and then getting over a thousand yards multiple seasons? Averaging four yards over four yards a carry—that's insane. I play on the weekends on Sunday <laughs> nights. I play a grand total of an hour and twenty minutes of soccer. I am sore for the next four days. I can—I'm limping from <laughs> Monday you, through Thursday, <laughs> and then you do it again. And I'm only thirty. This guy was thirty-five, rushing <laughs> for a thousand yards as a fullback in the NFL. And they—they were probably a little less strict about. Getting to the, the weight room too back then, I imagine. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And he was kind of just like, and there were thing. no rules of football back then. He was getting blown up left and right, mm-hmm. head head shots, take him out of the knee, whatever you got to do. And he just big. I'm sure after the game, he was having a cigarette and drinking a beer. And, uh, yeah, at halftime. Yeah, right. Nineteen fifty. <laughs> he was the, started playing in 1957, probably. Might have. Had a couple camels at halftime. That's probably what kept. That's probably the longevity. <laughs> I need to start smoking cigarettes. That'll be best for my body. Exactly. So I, I didn't expect to come in today to find a brand new favorite football player, <laughs> John Henry, Henry Johnson. Johnson. Wow, incredible. This man. one's dedicated to you. This one's for the real one. We, we should beer. We got to pour one out for John Henry Johnson, yeah. <laughs> a legend I we never knew existed until now and. He deserves all the credit. 
But yeah, the the Houston Oilers. Speaking of which, yeah, Titans are bringing back their uh, Oiler throwback uniforms oh, this year. Cool. I want to get one of those like old retro like puffy wind jackets. Yeah, got to get one. Those for that are game. cool. Those are going for about 150 bucks right now on the internet. So that's not bad. Might have to for invest. a nice for a cool jacket. Like, yeah. I do hope though. I pray that Miss Amy, our owner, mm. she decides to wear those uniforms when we play Houston. Just as a big F you. Just a little dig at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Houston tries to say that our history is their history, and that's couldn't be further from the truth. I'll go to, I'll, I'll start another civil war <laughs> over those, over that fact. <laughs> Warren Moon, Earl Campbell, those are our guys. They're in our building. <laughs> Same with that Oilers uniform. You guys don't have that anymore. It's an ugly, weird bull thing. Yeah. They yeah. have, they're arguably the worst logo, in my opinion. The Texans are arguably just the worst franchise, <laughs> hailing from the worst city in the United States. <laughs> Easy, bud. That's your. You have some heritage there. Yeah, we moved on. Yeah, we let the past be. We knew it was a shithole. That's why we left. But you can't run away from your past. No, but you can bury it <laughs> <laughs> deep, 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 deep down. <laughs> so yeah, I hope we wear those against Houston. Just to stick it to him, stick it to the man, so to speak. Good football talk. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We came up with some football content in the off season, and it hasn't. It's not really recycled. I mean, yeah, there's always off season drama I, that people talk about. We and mean, I guarantee none of our listeners have heard of John Henry Johnson either. So I don't. I don't. I don't see anybody on ESPN talking about John Henry. Johnson. Yeah, what the heck, dude? We gotta. We gotta get. We gotta blow this guy's name up. Like, why? He was probably racist, huh? He was black. Oh. <gasps> He can't be racist then. Let's he, go. He did play for Washington. Oh. So that's why he got canceled. He's retroactively canceled. Damn it. I stand. <laughs> I stand with John Henry Johnson. <laughs> Darn right. He didn't know. He didn't know any better. He didn't know any It was acceptable back then. Right. We can't put our our 21st century lens on his he, life. He he was facing a lot more difficult personal issues at that time. Like he was having to deal with his own things. Like he can't really be fighting two two fronts. battles at once. Yeah. yeah, you can't be spreading himself that thin. <laughs> Who was the one recently who said uh, there was some? There was a black guy. He's a famous guy. I think it was a football player actually. What's his name? Deshaun Jackson. Uh huh. Just the Jews can worry about the Jews. We got to worry about ourselves. I think is what he said. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> So the things that we were joking about on a podcast, he said about, nice. real, about real life. Again, a little, a little more heated, I'd say, the civil rights movement uh, going on in the in the late fifties and sixties. Um, a little different than now. Not saying like obviously we're still we're still working on it, right? But uh, to just be like oh, the Jews handle the Jews. So anyway, John John Henry <laughs> Johnson, greatest fullback of all time, legend, yeah, legendary. For sure. Dang. This is why... God, Madden NFL football, the, the video game, just pisses me off so much because there's no... They keep trying to do like bring back like retro teams and stuff, and you never get cool guys like this. Okay, I would love, to, I would love to like give this guy 99 overall stats. Like, fullback, A six-foot-two fullback, fullback dive. Every, every, every third and short. Every, what are you going to do? goal line ain't stopping him. What are you going to do? That we ran 60 times this game. 
<laughs> yeah, the Madden really does need to go by the ways. We need a new NFL video game franchise. Man, two and two K, like they they tried to innovate. They did, but EA bought them out pretty. Well, yeah. EA bought out the NFL pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So again, it kind of falls back again to the NFL. They're just like the worst. The, the NFL doesn't care about video games. They're a business. They're trying to make money. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, they'd rather, get, like EA is like, take please, we'll give you so much money if you just well, let do. us have it. And I know, and that's what I'm saying is like, and the NFL is like, ooh, money. Yeah, we don't care about any of that other stuff. Yeah, sure, we just want the money. You know, that's what I'm saying is like, it's it's so sad because we they don't look out for the gamers. No, and dude, they better watch out because guess what? G- gamers will rise up. Okay, we're gonna take it to them. Rise up by bitching on yeah. Twitter and mm-hmm, Reddit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, we stuck it to Hasbro once. I'm waiting for us to do it again because it's getting ridiculous out here in the in the Magic the Gathering community. But there, Dungeons and Dragons movie is getting great reviews. Thus is far. it? It does look fun. I will say that it does look like a lot of fun. You're you're still not going to watch it. I'll go. They they like I said they full they fully backtracked on. Oh, what they, they were did. Doing. Okay. Oh yeah. They I didn't hear about it. Last I knew is that you were protesting. Yeah. Which that really makes me upset because I was going to protest you protesting and go watch the movie opening night. Oh no, I'm I'm down again. Like they they literally they were like, oh my gosh, this is bad. Like we're getting a lot of crap for this. Because the problem the problem with it is that like D and D there is a lot of other options to do, and so they were kind of like, oh crap, people will actually just not get any of our stuff anymore shit okay Sorry. Yeah, we were just Sorry. kidding we, yeah, we, were, we didn't mean it it was a joke you guys caught on really quick okay. you guys don't have a good sense of humor that's yeah what it is. sorry okay interesting okay well but that's gonna ruin a lot of the fun of the movie for me okay uh but the unfortunate thing is that um as far as magic the gathering there isn't a very good alternative to it like there's other trading card games. Yu-Gi-Oh. There's other trading card games, and none of them can quite stack up to like the in-depth gameplay that you get from Magic. Um, and so Hasbro just keeps milking us dry. Every little, every little coin and so has, Hasbro everything. and EA are kind of yeah. one and the same as far as business tactics yeah. go. So just to give you a little example, so. Uh, Back in the day, the good old day, the glory days of Magic the Gathering, uh, you could get a booster box, which is a, a literally a box of 36 booster packs, um, and you could get them for 100 bucks, $99.99 plus tax. Uh, then it started kind of going up, which obviously, inflation, right? It, it happens. Our wages stay the same. Prices of everything else goes up. Makes sense. Uh, but then as they saw that, like the, the format that me and everybody else liked to play commander was kind of the go-to, they're like, Oh, well we need to push this out, keep pushing this. And so they used to do like pre-constructed decks once every year, they'd come out with four or five decks and me and my friends, we'd all be like, Oh, we're going to go buy the decks. We'll play them against each other. And after that, you know, we can tear them apart, do whatever we want, but it was fun. Um, now they're releasing pre-constructed commander decks um, with every set they release, and they keep releasing more and more sets every year. And so it's like watering down the market, kind of. Yeah, and so like Magic players were literally telling like Wizards of the Coast, they're like, 
guys, we're getting like product fatigue. Like it's, we can't keep up. Like it's just new stuff all the time. And their response was literally, well, just pay attention to the stuff that you, that you want. Enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. And there, and magic players like, but we play commander and everything is legal in commander, which means we need to pay attention to everything. Sounds like your problem is what they said. Uh, we're trying to make money here. Yeah. So then a Hasbro executive was like, we hear you. There's a lot of product fatigue, okay? You know, we're going to start slowing down with the products. And then they started re- <laughs> releasing what all they're releasing this year. And it was just as much as what they did last year. <laughs> and one We got of the, you. We hear you. Yeah. We just don't care. So now they're coming out with an, uh, a, like a supplementary booster box set mm-hmm. again back in the day from like 100 to maybe 130 bucks. This one... Oh, they also got rid of MSRPs. So this one is selling for $400 for 24 booster packs in a box. That's because you guys are all going to go pay for it. Dude, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, guys, it's the same company that tried to fuck over D&D. Let's now get together. Gonna, Join yeah, together. This is a calling. Let's go. For all Magic the Gathering players to unite. But unfortunately... For the revolution. Unfortunately, D&D... Is not necessarily a collectible game. It's more of like you sit down with your friends and play. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic the Gathering very much a collectible game, and so collectors who don't play the game are just like, ooh, more money. Yeah, so it's even more, more money, money for them. Interesting. More money, more problems for you losers. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you got you got a rough sad. on on all ends apparently. Very much so because they're coming out with a, a Lord of the Rings commander set. That sounds fun. Exactly. And now I'm bummed because I'm like, well, I'm going to want to buy that because they did it with the Warhammer thing. Uh-huh. I th- threw so much money at that. How much money is the Lord so of the Rings? I was so disappointed. Uh, if it's anything like the Warhammer stuff, I imagine the regular commander decks that come out with it are going to be probably like 85 bucks a pop, and those are 100-card decks. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also going to have a like a, a booster box. I imagine that one's probably going to... It's probably going to climb up there close to 400 I would imagine. And you're, you're going to probably buy the $80 Lord of the Rings set? Yeah, I might buy one of them. You got it. Because they usually come out in four or five. Dude, they, so we should get in the toy business. I guess. I mean, George Lucas made his money off that. This apparently... I saw, too, they're coming out with a Lord of the Rings Lego set of Rivendale. Oh, it's already out, baby. No, it comes out in April. Uh, I've seen people... Building it, they already. probably got review boxes or whatever. Just randos on, on the Lego TikTok? on okay. Lego.com. It says it's coming out in April, hmm. but anyway, yeah, I think it's $499, $499 for that set. That's pretty on, on point for yeah, Legos, Legos. Legos are very expensive. Yeah, I've bought some Star Wars ones, Whew. ain't cheap, it ain't cheap, but they're so cool, they're so fun. I love Legos. Yeah, yeah, we just we need to we need to somehow get we need to make our own toys. Yeah. Because nerds like us will buy all of them. It's true. I I'm curious because obviously like with the uh, the Rings of Power and stuff, they didn't. They only got like a smidgen of the uh sim. Fuck. What's the the book called? The Silmar- Silmarillion. 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 Yeah. Uh, it'll be curious to see what Wizards of the Coast was able to get out of the Tolkien estate. Yeah, the Tolkien estate to kind add of, to it. I, they just this just came out too. They're they're kind of whoring it out. The Tolkien estate because they just uh, sold their rights to movies. Mm. 
Oh, so, yeah, that's so right. So they might make more movies. I, it's very strange. I don't know what's going on. Well, they probably saw like a resurgence in interest in Tolkien, mm-hmm. uh, especially during like the pandemic. People were like, holy cow, this guy was a really good writer, you know, sort of thing. And uh, revisiting the movies because I don't stop watching the Lord of the Rings movies. I don't know about you. No, 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 no. The Lord of the Rings are like my feel-good movies. Like right. if, if I'm laying down and like I'm having a hard time sleeping or I just want something, I just turn I turn it on and I close my eyes and just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like Lord of the Rings movies are yeah, well, music like, so the good. The music's so good. Acting, yeah. the mm-hmm. directing, so peak cinema. So it must like I don't know if there. I feel like there must have been like a resurgence during COVID, probably. Well, in, and so they were like, well, this is an opportunity to maybe cash in a little bit. Well, more. I don't think it was just COVID too, but it's also it's also been kind of this resurgence of fan, the fantasy genre yeah. because of what Game of Thrones was able to do. Everybody's right. like, well, we we want to profit that much off mm-hmm. of somebody else's work. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm assuming it's along those lines. Yeah. That's that's what I imagine, but it'll be curious to see what all they allow in the in the game. But I was really bummed because the they have like a Gimli deck, mm-hmm. and he sucks. Oh, he's just like not good. But he'll, we, need, we need to stop the disrespect of cool. dwarves. I know, right? Like, and Gimli is such a badass character. Like, I feel like he gets kind of shit on a lot, but he's literally a dwarf. Who? Huh? Who shits on Gimli? Well, I'm just like, look at the competition he has. Like, That's true. He Legolas gets Aragorn, Legolas. Legolas is like, very attractive. Aragorn's a king. Yeah. So, like, Gandalf is, like, basically a demigod. Gray and white wizard. Yeah. And uh, and then Gimli's just kind of there, you know? But he literally killed as many orcs at the Battle, uh, uh, Battle of Helm's Deep as Legolas, a friggin' magical elf. And he's just a little dude. With a big axe, big like axe. that's so cool. Like he's a cool guy. And my axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gimli's great. So, yeah. You caught up on the Mandalorian? Two episodes in. I haven't watched that episode two. I don't think. Yeah, I, I watched episode one though. I just read an article about Star Wars, and I knew I had to talk about it on here. Okay. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm assuming you're gonna give me the the headline to get my Jimmy's rustled. Yep, and I lost it. I lost the article. Son of a gun! How dare you? You know, there's a bookmark feature, right? I know. I normally save stuff, but this one, I was, I was so angry. You just threw your phone across the room. Son of a gun! Where is it? Okay, so pretty much, the gist of it is. They've already like shelved. Like you know, they have movies in production. Yeah, they just scrapped them. Scrapped, scrapped these movies that were in the works. And it's just like Kathleen. Why are you doing this to me? Well, you, you there saw- it is. So um, the Kevin Feige and Patty Jenkins movies have been shelved. From this is from Variety dot com. Like we we did this to how, Ryan, how Ryan far Johnson. How far into like production were they? Do you, do they? I don't know. Oh. I'm, hold on. So, I'm, I mean, look, I'm looking. That, to, I'm looking through the article right now. Maybe it'll give me some more details. Well, it just it just it's very reminiscent of when EA um, acquired rights to Star Wars too, because they just have infinite amount of money mm-hmm. to throw it at brands, and this like. A smaller gaming company got bought up 
by EA and they were making a Star Wars game and it was super cool because it was like dark, gritty, uh, revolving around like a bounty hunter, I believe. And hmm. there was like almost little to no Jedi in it. It was very much like just kind of like your your scummy bounty hunter kind of story. And as soon as EA acquired this company, they're like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. And they even had like gameplay video of it and stuff. Like these guys weren't, like it was close, you know, and it was just sad. <gasps> Speaking of video games. Well, hold you, on. Oh, we'll okay, get there yeah. in a sec. But my point is here, we've canceled Ryan Johnson. Now Kevin Feige, who was doing things at Marvel. Yeah. Cash Cow. I mean, Patty Jenkins, who did the first, actually she did both Wonder Woman movies. But it's, can we get somebody in Lucasfilm to get a fucking grip? What are we doing? We are, you already botched the sequels. We've talked about that ad nauseum, and I won't go into that anymore. But we got cancellation after cancellation. I mean, Ryan Johnson's a good, good director and writer. Yeah, Last Jedi has its issues, but we've seen what he's done since then with, mm. um, with Knives Out and stuff. I just, I want a Star Wars movie. Yeah. An original Star Wars. Original Star Wars yeah. movie. It's just... Fucking Kathleen Kennedy, man. It's like her mission in life is to just hurt me. Again <laughs> and again. Wait. What's the name of the character in The Last of Us that you hate? Kathleen. I hate every Kathleen Dude, on Earth. If your name's Kathleen, out I hate for you. you. I think we already talked about that. They're out for you, though. Out to get me. Dang. Okay, what were we going to say about video games? They gave us a release date for Starfield. Yes, that was how I was meaning to talk to you about that. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like, okay, start talking about that. I got to deal with children. Dude, I am, I, I wasn't expecting it to be so soon, personally. And I am, now Now the hype train has, has made it into the station. And it's all aboard, baby. Choo-choo. We're we're taking off down the the railway hype, and I'm so pumped. Everything about it looks really good. Um, but in classic, just video game fashion, we gotta we gotta stem our expectations. I mean, this is what happened with with Cyberpunk. Um, luckily, Bethesda I think did a better job of kind of keeping things a bit hush hush. Yeah, they didn't let the hype get out of control. I'm I feel the exact opposite of you. Interesting. I'm disappointed by this release date because when they delayed it, they delayed it to the first half of this year. So this is technically another delay. They just never came out with a, a thing. So, but here's my issue with it, and because I because I'm obviously I've said multiple times I am buying an Xbox Series X for this game alone. I have hesitations about that. I now. don't think it, is it an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, hmm. we've talked about this. They bought Bethesda, right? But but Microsoft has come out saying that like most of these games, yeah, not that Bethesda. Microsoft this is has acquired Xbox are only. not going to be this is Xbox only. Okay. I promise you. But my issue here is, I'm having doubts now about wanting to buy an Xbox, and we know that the fool that I am, I'm going to anyway. But I'm thinking, how much is this going to hurt other people who are on the fence about it? Because here's here's my thinking. I'm only buying an Xbox because of Bethesda, so I'm going to get Starfield. Well, guess what? This is already getting delayed virtually to the end of 2023. Elder Scrolls Six is never coming out at this point. It's going to be on the next. It's going to be on the next gen console. What else am I going to play on the Xbox? 
Nothing. There's nothing on the Xbox. Halo. Dude, I'm sorry, but Xbox Game Pass is like the best purchase ever. Yeah, but I don't want to spend $600 on a new console and not be able to buy new awesome games. But that's the thing. You could spend $610 and you have the almost the entire Xbox library ever. Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying that I... It makes it hard for me because I'm literally spending $600 on Starfield. So you could... Now listen to this. You could buy a desktop computer and then you're good. You're set. Because then I'll get other releases. You get other... Not a bad idea. You get other releases plus you're a little bit future-proof, right? You might have maybe update a couple things, but for the most part, you're pretty much future-proof. Like you'll be able to... Whenever Elder Scrolls 6 comes out when we're 80... You technically would be able I to won't play need to buy a new it. System. It might have to be on lower settings, but you would Still be able play to play it. it. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll think about that. I'll keep that in mind. But yeah, I am going to play it. Starfield is coming out September 6th of this year on my birthday. Ooh! So if anybody wants to buy me an it Xbox. It was meant to be, for It's dude. meant to be. It's I'm destiny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive. I'm going to put so many hours in this. I can't wait. They're doing a showcase in June. Deep dive into Starfield. And I'm going to be. Go sh- away! Okay, I don't care. Go watch whatever else you want. Okay, go play. This is a deep dive into how good of a parent I am. <laughs> We're doing business, man. We're doing business. I'm trying to make money here. <laughs> go get a snack. I can't talk to you anymore. Are you going to pay for your own college? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Go play. I'll be done in a few minutes. Starfield, Starfield, Star- Starfield, Starfield. And that's, and that's going to be another thing. I'm going to ignore my children <laughs> while playing Starfield, too. <laughs> well, just like, you really guys, you guys need to invest in one of those iPads, man. Just put it in front of them. I you know, know I should. Like, that's what every other parent does. I know. You just put an iPad I in I try front not of them. to, though. You've done a good job. I know. You've done a good job. No, uh, so my thing is, like, because the thing that happened with, like, Cyberpunk was when they when they demoed it for E3 forever ago i mean they they demoed it like what it was almost it was almost two years before Mm -hmm. it actually released when they showed the demo of it and people got very bummed because by the time it came out there's like it looked so different oh yeah the the height that was a the cyberpunk was just such a classic over promising and under delivering yeah and it and it wasn't even they over promised a little bit mm-hmm. but most of it was the hype that right. players were creating in their own heads yeah bethesda has done a great job of only giving us bits and pieces yeah. not you know letting us hype it up too much but being open and honest about when it's coming out what's going on with it and so if it gets delayed again i'll be be spewing it's not on getting here. delayed again but relax okay, okay? Sorry, it's happening it's coming about. September 6th. Mark your calendar. <laughs> so I don't forget. Yeah. I don't want you to forget that date, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 but I'm excited. I'm going to pay all the money for it, and I'm going to play it again and again. Yeah. Do Just do a little research before you just decide to get an Xbox and think about a research. PC. Oh, think for about the PC. PC. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. Just do a little bit. Because, like, you can... But the Xbox is so cool. Is it? Is a box? I know. It's a black it looks, box. I love black box. I'm very Do simplistic. You? I like basic things. Oh, the and PlayStation look, pissed you off, huh? And I, bu- yeah. <laughs> As I said, it, I said it before. It, it looks yeah. like it was designed by somebody who was trying to predict what the future would be like. Yeah. From the '90s. But I want to also want I want to play it on the big screen. That's true. I'm getting an Xbox. Okay. I'm doing it. 
Let's do that then. Just I, Xbox. Give me. I, just give me more. I will give me. I'll give me Fabled. Give me Avowed. Uh, give Halo to somebody who's competent at making games. Like I want to be an Xbox like fanboy. I want to be. They just won't let me. Well, I mean, it's good because they don't. They're not like hoarding exclusive games to themselves like PlayStation does. Starfield literally is not coming out on the PlayStation. I know, but they're it's coming out on PC and like. The majority of people have a have a some sort of PC at home. Oh, so this is a PC thing to you? Yeah, I mean, because Microsoft makes PCs, Sony doesn't. Correct. Surprise! Sony makes a lot of things. Yeah, game they, systems, uh, TVs, speakers. I'm surprised they don't make computers. They need to hop on that. Man, this fall this fall is gonna be because we got Spider Man Two coming out for the PlayStation. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely buying an iPad for my kids. Take this. <laughs> You'll see me next year. I'm going to be busy. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, just help. It would help your, you know, fulfillment a little better. Yeah. You know, I can just, you can just melt their brains. Raising, and yeah. Raising children, not quite fulfilling. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, though? Starfield, though? <laughs> I mean, I can't explore space with my children, can I? Exactly. Exactly. So It has, it has been fun. I've been, I've been. Kinsley's getting to that age where she's like kind of picking up on video games. So Ooh, I, I've, been, I've been playing the new Harry Potter with her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, outside of combat, she does really well. Awesome. So it's been, it's been kind of fun to watch. And it's, been, it's, like, it's so cool seeing the, some of the science coming out on video games and stuff. But like when you're playing video games, your entire brain is activated. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you have like your motor skills work in, you have your Problem frontal solving. yeah, your frontal lobes work in. It, it works everything. And they even said like if you can get old people to shut up and sit down and play a video game, like it it can help like prevent Alzheimer's dementia. and dementia and stuff. Like interesting. It looks like we're safe. Oh yeah. Never get dementia now. We're not we we're already stupid. So I I I, I redownloaded Rocket League the other day. And I, it, it showed me how many hours of that game I've played. Oh, no. I immediately deleted it. I said, wow. Can't do this. Didn't know I did that to myself. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of time invested with zero return whatsoever. That's so funny. I I told you that I deleted League of Legends, though, right? Yeah. 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 And I did. I actually did re-download it for a minute, like for a hot minute, just to... Because I was like, ah, oh, I got a new computer. I'm gonna, I kind of want to just see what I've... If I missed anything, no, it's no, the same. It's the same. same never change. Terrible people on there. <laughs> I hate them all. So the worst. Yep. But that's all right. We're gonna have Starfield, and everything is gonna be so good. I can't wait to build my own spaceship, dude. Oh, I, how the, can the people? Fact that, how can the, people not like video games? It's unreal. Like I'm gonna be able to. It's. Go. It's fascinating that people just can't, hate anything that's like. That's that sort of imaginative medium. Mm-hmm. For some reason, is such a turnoff for people, and I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's probably well, it's probably. I mean, without getting too deep into this, it was probably the uh, neutering of free thought and creativity post World War II by the powers that be. Created an entire generation that was mm. numb to that kind of thing. Yeah, I have long. I've we can that could be a different podcast. We can talk a lot about post World War II Earth <laughs> and the things that it did to us. Took took any chance of a retirement away from us, that's for sure. <laughs> it did give us Slaughterhouse Five though, which is an incredible book. Okay. I've never heard of it. It's a classic. Is there Slaughterhouse one, two, and three and four? No. 
they just went straight to five. Straight to five. And you're not missing anything by... Not a single thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rant about... I'll do that off mic. I'm going to pitch this book to you, though. Okay. It's really good. I'll just do it now. I was going to say... I'm going to pitch this book. We could, we could uh, fill some time. Yeah, we're almost done here. I'm going to pitch the book real quick, and then we're going to go about our week. Because I'm sure nobody else has heard about this book. Either. It's a classic. How can you mean? not? What does that mean? By Kurt Vonnegut. So Slaughterhouse Five is about it's a post world it's a World War II slash science fiction novel. It's about this guy who was uh, in the bombing of Dresden. Have you heard of that in World War II? Mm-hmm. Allied forces bombed uh, mistakenly bombed this innocent German city that had no milita- military targets or anything. Innocent killed thousands. Thousands of innocent lives. Innocent? Men, women, and children who innocent? had nothing to do with Nazis. Innocent? Anyway, this guy was a prisoner of war. The mm. Germans had caught him, shipped him over to Dresden, and he was working. Uh, he took co- shelter in a in the fifth slaughterhouse, three stories underground in a meat locker, and survived. Anyway, the ki- that's, that's the author's life. He actually went through that. So he wrote about this character who does that, but also um, goes to get abducted by aliens in the after World mm-hmm. War II to a planet called Tralfamador. And then he also uh, develops the ability to travel through time. So the book is him bouncing around from World War II to current time to the future and all the way back and forth. Um, it's an anti-war novel. And by the end of it, you're just like, holy, like, that was sad. See, I like my Warhammer books where they just talk about big guys and they just like, killed just thousands well, this, thousands of people but with Kurt Vonnegut being a veteran World War II veteran like reading certain parts of it's like oh th- this guy wars <laughs> like he knows so, what he's doing so you said Kirk Vonnegut Vonnegut was a POW yes and was shipped to Dresden mm-hmm. a place where supposedly there was no <laughs> are you trying to no, ju- are you trying to justify the bombing you said there was Dresden no right military now? like uh necessity there you're saying there's nothing there even though they had pow's there which means they obviously had to have some sort of military presence there okay right like just i don't know all the details go look just look up the bombing of dresden in world war ii lots of people who were not nazis died that's the point no offense um hitler did a really good job (laughs) of convincing an entire nation to believe a certain way and those that were like, you know, I don't, I'm not really seeing your point of view. He'd be like, oh, okay, interesting. Let me show you to, do you want to take a nice hot shower over here? <laughs> here come come, on, come hop on my train real quick. Yeah. <laughs> take it exactly. somewhere nice. Here. You deserve a nice train stay vacation. So I, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but I'm just saying it <laughs> sounds a little weird, you know. Those kids were at Nazi youth rallies and... <laughs> You've seen those, right? Like, no. You never see. They literally had like little summer camps for all the little German boys and I girls. I guess I did see Jojo Rabbit, so yeah. Yeah, for all the little German boys and girls to make sure that they knew that they were doing it for the Fuhrer. Okay. So. Either way, read Slaughterhouse Five. Great okay. book. About it. Okay. I'll it's read real it. Real thin, too. Tell you what. Oh. What? I was going to say, I'll read that if you read A Thousand Sons. Okay, I'll read a thousand books. It is not a thin book, though. That's fine. Okay, cool. I read thick books all the time. That doesn't mean anything to me. Hell yeah. You have a deal. 
Slaughterhouse Five. I'm almost done with mine, and it's it's so good. I'll buy. I'll get Slaughterhouse Five from the library for you. Oh boy! And if you don't read it, you have to pay my late fees. (laughs) (laughs) If it's that, then I should be able to whip it out pretty. It's a good. It's a it's a quick read. Or you can listen to the audio book by James Franco. Well, (laughs) (laughs) still available on on Audible. (laughs) I don't have an Audible. Do you use Audible? Oh yeah. How much do you pay a month? Too much. I'm canceling it this month. I was about to say it's like, 15 bucks. It's not bad. It's 15 bucks a month, um, but it's, you virtually get a book a month. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of Warhammer books on Audible too, yeah. and we've listened to one, and the 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 voice acting in it was it's so good, incredible. It was so there's good. Some, there's some great talent out there, but yeah, I, since I drive around for work, I'm constantly listening to audio books. Mm. So I'm always. <laughs> I usually I'm listening to a book, an audio, and then I'm also when I'm at home, I read a book. Yeah. So. <laughs> We, uh, one time we went on a road trip to Minneapolis mm-hmm. for, there was a magic fest there and, uh, they literally had just released a new magic gathering novel, which they used to release all the time back in the nineties. There's tons of magic novels. They're supposedly really good. I haven't read any of them, but, um, they finally released a new one and it was kind of their big like end game style, mm-hmm. uh, setting that was happening in the, in the, in the game. And so we got the book on Audible, and we, we listened to it on the way back, and it was th- the voice acting was fine, but the the writing really was good? so bad. Oh, and it was, and it felt weird because apparently the writer, I want to say he was the same guy that did did some writing for um, Gargoyles. Do you remember that animated mm-hmm. series? A phenomenal show. Yeah, but look, uh, writing writing for a television show is totally different. Than oh, for novel, sure. But, but I was just, I was so surprised and, and also look writers writers need money too so sometimes their passion project is gargoyles sometimes wizards of the coast is throwing you a lot of money to write a book that you don't really <laughs> care about and you do what you have to do so it's that's very, the way it goes very true but yeah i think that's it i think that's it thanks everybody for listening we love you appreciate you see you goodbye next week goodbye bye-bye Squeeze. dude maybe we-